Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the NetSuite podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Fisher, and I hope all of you have remained safe and healthy during this time. I first want to note that this podcast episode was recorded prior to COVID-19 closures and shelter in place. Everyone at NetSuite extends their support for those impacted by coronavirus, and we encourage you to visit netsuite.com for any resources you may need to get through this challenging time. Today, we're joined by Jenny Ayotte, NetSuite's Senior Director of North America Business Development. In this role, Jenny oversees NetSuite's Business Development Representative, or BDR, program, an entry-level sales program that recruits recent college graduates and focuses on two key pillars, talent development and lead generation. Jenny dives into the importance of this program, including how it provides tremendous amount of job experience, setting recent graduates up for success in their future roles, be it at NetSuite or anywhere else and how it builds a community of resources for those graduates to reach out to when, you know, often those years after college are a little bit intimidating. I'm air quoting right now, but the real world can be a little rough, you know? She explains how you or someone you know can get involved with the BDR program and delivers advice on what it takes to be hired. All of that coming up next. You're listening to the NetSuite Podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. Hi, Jenny. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite Podcast. Yes, I am excited to be here. So thanks for having me. Well, this is a topic I'm excited to dive into. And as I told our listeners um, in the introduction to this episode, you're the Senior Director of North America Business Development. And I want to start right there. What does business development mean here at NetSuite and what does your role entail? Sure. So business development means many different things at many different companies, especially in the technology space. So for us, you know, when I think about our program and what it means, it's really focused around how we communicate and evangelize the message of NetSuite to help our prospective customers achieve their strategic goals. And that's really what my organization is is all about. So for specifics on me, I oversee our North America program, which is inclusive of around 300 reps and 35 leaders. And again, you know, our goal and strategy is to make sure that we are helping customers understand how we can help their business grow. Wow. What would you say is like the biggest challenge that comes with that? You know, I think the biggest challenge is, you know, we we hire these amazing talent pool and they think and assume that everyone will know who NetSuite is, or at least everyone will know who Oracle is. And a lot of the companies that we are working with are, you know, they're they're smaller emerging companies and they're growing. And so we we make this assumption that we can call and say that we're from NetSuite and we want to talk to them about their business. And they're not quite sure what NetSuite does. So it's really the education piece of who we are, what we do, knowing our customer stories and helping businesses understand how we help. Yeah. So going back a little bit, these yeah. reps that are doing this, we call this the BDR program, right? Yes. So yes. Can, can you explain what that program is? And like, first of all, what does BDR stand for? Yes. So BDR, it's business development representative. So our okay. program is an entry level sales program. And it's really focused on two key pillars. So our, pi- our pillars are lead generation okay. and talent development. 
When I say lead generation, I mean we own the top of the funnel in terms of all marketing. So it's prospecting, it's ensuring that, again, we're evangelizing the message to our customers. And then from a talent development piece, it's a training program. So we're taking individuals right out of college, we're, we're having them message NetSuite, and we're teaching them how to be really effective sales individuals and consultants to a business. That's incre- like that. What an incredible program to be part of, right? When you graduate, because I know, you know, and we'll get into this later in the podcast. But I know when I graduated college, I actually went into Teach for America, kind of like you know, it's a right out of college program. It kind of gets your feet on the ground and helps you kind of dive into the real world while also making a difference. And I can't imagine like if I had been presented also with the opportunity of like, hey, if you're in business, here's another great opportunity to just get your feet, know what it's like to step into the real world. Um, so that's really cool. So when and why was the BDR program created? Like who came up with this mm-hmm. idea and like why did they realize there was a need for this? Yes, yes. So the BDR program started about seven and a half years ago out of Boston when um, that was one of our, our key growth areas. And there was a group of the original BDRs, there were 18 of them, they referred to themselves as the OG 18. <laughs> and they, they were hired on because NetSuite really needed a strong distribution model to go to market with, you know, again, who we are, what we do, how we help our customers. Right. And so by taking this incredible talent pool of individuals right out of college, teaching them the messaging, helping them understand what we do and how we solve complex business problems, it allowed us to, to reach a market through that human connection and human touch versus just your standard marketing operations. So you, know, you, you couple that with the need to if you have a product, you need to sell more of the product. And to sell more of the product, you need salespeople selling the product. Right. So we looked at you know the lead generation piece and then how can we quickly grow our sales organization with a talent pool that's going to be coachable, moldable, and we can get them to where they need to be to help sell more NetSuite. So, I mean, even though we kind of just touched on it, but diving even deeper, how does this benefit the recent college grads who are hired into the program. I mean, like, why would they want to join this? Obviously, you mm-hmm. just explained how it benefits NetSuite. Sure. Um, so what about the the people that are actually hired into it? Yes, they get tremendous job experience. And it's funny because, you know, I've been out of school for a little while. And I think about if something like this was available when, when I was coming out of school and there was nothing like this. But, you know, I think you spend a lot of time in college and you have your business classes and your marketing classes and everything is through looking at case studies. And this gives you the real life applications of how businesses actually operate. So when you're in school, you learn. But then when you're at NetSuite as a BDR, you're actually talking to these companies every single day. You're hearing how they generate sales, how they make revenue, what their challenges are, if they want to grow, why that's hard for them to do so. Right. So it's the practical application of I just sat in a classroom and I learned about business to now I could do hear business people, business owners, CFOs, CEOs talk about what they're actually doing in the day to day. And that is just like to think from the basic like level, just that communication skill set that's yes. built. Like I tell so many, you know, college students that I've worked with or that I've mentored over the years, they always ask, well, what do you think are like the top skills or the top, you know, things I need to constantly work on? And I always say writing, 
and communication. Mm -hmm. Because if you can write, you're pretty good at you talking and, you know, communicating. And if you can really communicate, you can sell, you can market, you can do whatever it is across uh, uh, all different, you know, industries and all different types of roles and parts of businesses. So I, I mean, that would just to be doing that in an actual program with a legitimate, you know, amazing company, that's that I, that would be a huge benefit. Now, on the other side of things, it's been seven and a half years since we've started the BDR program. How have, like, what are some real things and ways in which um, it's helped NetSuite? Like, how has it benefited the NetSuite business unit? Mm-hmm. It's benefited the the business unit in a lot of different ways. You know, I think about the sheer the sheer volume of individuals that have come through the program and have gone on to do incredible things within the organization. Yeah. So, uh, you know, across the entire globe, because we are a global program, we have around 600 individuals that came through the BDR program that are now in various sales positions or marketing positions or operations. And close to 450 of that are in North America alone. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So if we look at the demographic of our sales organization at NetSuite, you know, almost half of it is is BDR alumni. That's what we call them when they graduate the program. They become our alumni. So, you know, I think it's you know, thinking about coming out of school and the experience that you get and the opportunity that you have. And, you know, they, they grow into our organization and then they're helping our customers do things that they never thought were imaginable. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask because – in anything, whatever we're talking about on this podcast, it could be, you know, a new product or, you know, a new initiative in, you know, Europe or whatever. I always need to ask, how does this benefit the prospect or the customer? Mm -hmm. You know, it's an interesting point because when we think about the person that we're having consult, Mm -hmm. you know, we have someone that is right out of school and we're having them consult and engage with someone that they could be an entrepreneur or they could have 20 to 30 plus years of experience. But when I go back to, you know, a lot, we're still trying to get the market up to speed on who NetSuite is, a right. lot of these organizations will understand I have business challenges. I have these goals and I'm having a really hard time getting my numbers in control. So what are all of the different solutions out there? It's really overwhelming. Yeah. So often you just need someone that can approach the situation from a consultative standpoint to say, okay, well, here is how we've helped other customers. Here is what we've done in terms of identifying challenges and providing a solution that's allowed our customers to achieve what they want to achieve. Yeah. So I think it's it's helping them understand your business challenges are, are not unique to just you. We work with hundreds and thousands of companies that have the same the same problems, and this is how we've helped them get there. Right, right. So let's say I'm a first-year BDR. Walk me through what I would experience in this program. Everything is centered around our our two pillars that are key principles of our org. So again, the lead generation and the talent development. When we start our BDRs, we start in a, a class or a cohort. So we have four cohorts that start every single year across all of our six hubs. That's close to 300 BDRs every year. Wow. And we, we initiate everything with classroom-style training. So the first few weeks that they're on board, they're learning 
who NetSuite is, who our customers are, the value we provide, what we do. The second week, we actually send them to what I love to call our drinking of the Kool-Aid event. We call it BDR Launchpad, and it's really fun. It's probably one of my favorite things out of every aspect of my job, but we get all of our BDR teams from all over the country into one single location, and they oh get to meet. Gosh. Yes, it's incredible. They meet each other. There, as you would imagine, is a ton of energy, and they walk away having a really good working knowledge of how we help these organizations grow. And so it's really a, empowering. A, a whole community. Yes. Like, it's like it's like literally going into your freshman year of college, and they get yes. everybody together for, on that first night. You know, for like the freshman kickoff. Yep. That's really cool. Yes. It's a yep. whole new community of people you can rely on and work with, and you know, gain knowledge that maybe you didn't have before or whatever. Yes. And they, it, you know, what's always interesting to me is they, they start, like you're saying, almost yeah. as a freshman in, yeah. our, in our company, and they go on to build these incredible friendships with each other. And, you know, I've, I've been lucky that I've been here for a while, and I've seen class after class graduate, and then I see them in each other's weddings and Aww. become each other's bosses or end up on – you know the same the same sales team. So the the network that they build with each other is really incredible, and I will say is probably the biggest differentiator that from, we have from, from other, other programs. Yeah, that are doing similar things. Yes. Where yeah. does the launch like where does this event usually happen? It rotates. Okay. We have it in Austin a lot of the time, just because the weather. Yeah. What is like what time of nice. year is it? Yeah. So we so it always falls within our four class starts. So okay. February, June, August, and October. So we wow. do it a lot in Austin. We've done Denver. We've done Chicago. We've done Santa Monica. Wow. Yeah. It's really fun. Do you have a favorite location? Austin. Oh, would it's be hard. Fun. It's hard to pick. <laughs> I mean. I'm based in Denver, so okay, it's hard so. for me to go against Denver. Yeah. But I mean, the Austin campus and the Oracle facility is pretty incredible. Yeah. And that city just has this amazing sense of vibrancy and energy. Yeah. And, um, you know, the the theme, keep Austin weird. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fun and weird at the yeah. same time. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. How cool. Okay, so we kick things off um, at this awesome event. And then what? Like, where do these BDRs get placed in different offices? Or are there key offices where they're usually located? Or how does that work? Yes, they are, they are in specific offices. So we have six hubs across North America, Santa Monica, Denver, Austin, Chicago, Boston, and Durham, North Carolina. Okay. So they are aligned to each of their offices, and they spend the next 15 months as a part of our program. So during that program, again, if we think about our two pillars of lead generation and talent development, they're focusing on evangelizing our messaging to our prospective customers, and then at the same time, they are going through an entire curriculum around training. So building not just their business acumen, but their sales their sales skills. Because wow. the eventual goal is that they come out of our program and then they are moved into quota carrying sales positions within the rest of the business unit. You know, after that first initial like kickoff and then we're all, you know, the BDRs are all placed into different hubs. Mm -hmm. Are there more events, more networking opportunities? Like do they, are is that kind of kept... Like going, uh, you know, throughout the year? 
Yes, okay. yes, absolutely. There's a lot of networking opportunity. We always send a portion of BDRs to Sweet World, which is, oh, yes, yes, it's really fun. They are instrumental in helping run a lot of the key events and initiatives within Sweet World. So there's that. You know, what's always so interesting to me, and it's one of the things that I love the most about the company, is the executive buy-in that they get in the FaceTime with the people that make decisions at our company. Right. So, you know, whenever whenever one of our executives or leaders is coming to um, one of our offices or hubs, they always reach out and say, Jenny, can I get time with the BDRs? And Aww. it's it's really, really special. And obviously they're making sure that the investment is sound, right? right? But right. they're looking at our BDRs as, as their future sellers and their future sales leaders, even more importantly. Of course. So the the ability to develop those relationships outside of just our program is pretty unique. So let's dive into that, the future of the, you know, the BDR's career. Like what, how does their career develop after this program? Like is everybody, does everybody come on full, like as a full-time employee, does everybody come on and like, or how does that work? Mm -hmm. So everyone, whenever they start in the BDR program, they are absolutely a full-time employee. Okay. So they're always full-time. They're not like contracted or, okay, perfect. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, And they're, you know, a a huge reason for that is they are an instrumental part of our strategy and our go-to-market. Of course. So they start as a BDR, and then around the 15-month mark of the program, they they will have gone through their entire training curriculum, and then we will deem them to be ready for sales. And at that point, they apply for sales positions within the company. And the unique thing about that... Yeah, yeah so they have ahead. to apply. They do. They okay, do. so it's not just like you finish the program and then you're in. That's what not, I was asking. I shouldn't have yeah. said full-time. I should have said, like, sure. once you're... Once you, in, air quotes right now graduate from the BDR program are you is, are you automatically like a, a net suite employee right it so we you have to work for it yeah, right i, I, I mean it's a promotion and you know i i will say we are incredibly fortunate that we hire really well and our strategy is growing our sales organization with our BDR alumni yeah. so our promotion rate is about 80% you know when i think about coming right out of school, a lot of these individuals think, okay, definitely want to be in sales. This is what I want to be doing. And often you do go through the program and you realize, okay, maybe this isn't what I want to focus on or this isn't where I want to grow my career. And they'll realize, you know, I would rather go into marketing or I want to explore operations. And so we definitely have avenues outside of just sales. You know, the primary goals were grooming sales individuals, but you know, it sales is hard. It's, it's a so, tough job. Oh, that, why am I in marketing? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I got to say, I am not a yeah. great seller. So that it makes sense. It mm-hmm. makes total sense. Yeah. How competitive is the program? I mean, when I hear this like that, I would imagine, like I said earlier, like I went, got into, te- I applied and got into Teach for America and that mm-hmm. was super competitive in college. Like how competitive is getting into NetSuite or Oracle's BDR programs? Now it's really competitive. And, you know, that that has certainly changed over the last few years. And when I think about what we've done in the last four years, we've really focused on having a strong brand across a specific subset of campuses. So our hiring approach used to be, you know, we would hire from 20 to 30 to 40 plus schools and 
you know, we started to concentrate on a subset of schools and then we started to get this pretty incredible referral basis. Yeah. So we would have people graduate, they would come to our program, they would love the experience, they would go back and they would tell their friends that were of seniors yeah, and yeah, juniors yeah. and sophomores. And then we started to see a lot of our candidates come from the same schools over and over. And if I look at the, the evolution of of business programs within colleges now, there's a huge focus on sales. There's yeah. sales programs, sales majors, sales minors, and we've done a really fantastic job of of networking with the, the leaders of those programs and building a brand on campus and then specifically within those programs. So we're starting to become a sought-after employer right. after they graduate, which has been pretty incredible for us to see. The last few months have taught us what's important. It's also taught us what we need to change. It's the same for business. Why have a hairball of multiple software systems when all you need is NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system? NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more, all in one place. Receive your free guide, Seven Actions Businesses Need to Take Now, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com open. netsuite.com open. What do we look for when hiring for the BDR program? I mean, especially if we're getting more and more applicants every year from these, you know, different colleges all over the place. What are you guys like looking for specifically? I look for a few things that cannot be taught. So I, I call them the innate skill sets. And I think you can coach and mold a lot of things. Um, but the things that can't be taught are your work ethic and oh, your yeah. grit and your determination and your positivity. So, you know, again, it's become a lot more competitive and we see candidates from all over the country, all over different backgrounds. But if they have that tenacity and that ability to work hard and can be intrinsically motivated, they make fantastic BDRs. And I would add, if they have a knack for sales too, that's yeah. always a plus. How can you tell in an interview, like just off the cuff, like how can you tell that someone's going to work hard or that someone's going to come with a positive attitude and keep that positive, positive attitude? I ask them when they failed. Ooh. And what they did, yes. And you know, again, we're lucky that it's competitive, and so we're getting these candidates that have been, you know, president of their sorority or really involved in different clubs on campus, or were on an academic scholarship or a sports scholarship. So they're they're used to being pushed, pushed, yeah. but they're also used to have had a lot of success and achievement. Right. So I like to find out well, what about the time that you didn't achieve your goal or wow. you missed a deadline or you failed. And what I'm looking for is, did you have accountability? Yeah. Did you own it? Yeah. And what did you do to overcome it? Because yeah. this job is this job is hard and the next job is even harder. And the job yeah. after that is even harder. <laughs> totally. So you have to make sure that the individuals you hire have that perseverance. Otherwise, it'll be really hard for them to be successful. Can I turn the tables on you and put yes. you in the hot seat really quick? Yes, always. What has been one of your biggest failures? One of my biggest failures. So, you know, when I think about when I came over to this organization, we were growing from five teams to 10 teams. And, you know, now at this point, four years later, we're at 30 teams in North America. And 
I made a lot of assumptions that things wouldn't be as hard and you know you'll have obstacles, but you think they'll be easy to overcome and things will go relatively smoothly. And that's just not the case when you're growing and scaling a large organization. So there's actually, um, at the time, there was this amazing quote by Ginny Romady, who's the CEO of IBM, and she said, growth and comfort do not coexist. And it was a good lesson for me because – you know, again, I, I had some great success in prior roles and in my um, my earlier career, but that doesn't necessarily make you successful in future endeavors. So, so you have true. to prepare for it. It's funny that we're having like that you literally said that you, this is the question you ask because I have been asked that, and I'm pretty sure I was asked that for this position um, that I'm in now with NetSuite was what is your biggest failure? And mine. Uh, ironically, was Teach for America. Um, I just, I went into it thinking I've come from a family of, of teachers. I went into it thinking, oh, I'll be, this will be easy for me. And it was the hard, to this day, the hardest thing I've ever done in, in my entire life. And I, I really do think I failed. Like, I don't think I was a good teacher. I don't think I was made for that. Um, and it may, you know, makes you better. But my quote that I always think about is, and I, I think it's Winston Churchill. My dad told me it was John Wooden, which is funny because John mm-hmm. Wooden's the UCLA <laughs> coach and I went yeah. to USC, but, um, but it's success is never final and failure is never fatal. It's courage that counts. Mm, and so that was like my, I lived by that. And through that, that it was a tough year after, after leaving Teach for America. Like I just was down on myself for so long. It's interesting that we're talking about these yeah. Post college programs because that I would I'd never experienced you know I I've only known school I'd only known school when I went right. into that and like it was just interesting and had been good at school and had never failed and then all of a sudden you know I go into my first real you know in air quotes real time like real life job and I failed yeah it's just interesting it's interesting how it caters to your career and it makes it does make you better it makes you stronger and it makes you you know, it, you learn, you you learn from those mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's, you know, you have this image in your head of I'm going to graduate and this is what I'm going to do. I thought I was going to be a psychologist. Oh my and gosh. that was, that was my career aspiration. I was going to go to graduate school. And then the realization that you have when you're in the industry or in that field, like, this is not, not what for, I'm, no. not, not for me, no. not what I'm strong at. It's yeah. a hard realization. I was face. in graduate school for, for urban education. I went, I was, and I pulled out. Yeah. Like it was a, it was a rough go, but anyway, we all learn from those. We digress, but (laughs) (laughs) we all learn from those. And it's, it is, it's, I love that you asked that question. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, Now for someone who is interested in joining the program or knows someone who might be, what is the best way to like prepare for applying to the BDR program for interviews and so on and so forth? Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think it's important to know and understand who we are and what we do. So the first thing that I always recommend is checking out our website, understand who NetSuite is. You don't need to know the ins and outs of the product and what we do, and you don't need to have an accounting background, but you need to know our customer base and you need to understand our customer stories and how we've helped other organizations grow. I think that's really really crucial. We have definitely made a lot of strides to becoming more social. So we have a BDR Instagram. It's NetSuite BDR WW for worldwide. That's our handle. So see what we do, get a good sense of, you know, is this the type of environment that you can see yourself working in? One of my one of my big philosophies is that 
a working relationship is bi-directional. So you need to want to work for the company and the company needs to want you to work for the company. So make sure this is the right fit and you can envision yourself being here. Love that. So other than following, you know, on Instagram, how can listeners get involved or help someone they know get involved? I think the power of LinkedIn is incredible. Okay. We, you know, at, at this point, as I mentioned, our org has been around for seven and a half years. Yeah. So we've had upwards of 1,500 BDRs come through the program. So use LinkedIn, figure out what office you're interested in, who's been in the role, reach out to them, understand what they liked about it, maybe what they didn't like, if they stayed with the company, why, if they moved on to sales positions, what made them successful. I think the more you can understand and leverage your network, the more successful you will be in the interview, but also the more successful you will be because you understand what you're getting into with the company. So I is there a website that we can put in the description of this podcast episode to include or I can put your yes. LinkedIn in. If you, do you do people reach out to you? They all the do. Time? They do. They do. And I will say one of the things that I um you know, I remember reaching out to a bunch of people when I was trying to get a job in corporate America, no one would respond. So I, and it was so frustrating. So I try to do the reverse and I generally respond to almost every interaction. I I try, I try. I'm not, yeah, I'm not perfect at it, but I certainly try. So yes, of course, anyone is welcome to look me up on LinkedIn. If you go to the NetSuite website Uh and you look under our corporate profile, there's actually a link that says, do you want to learn more about our college recruitment program? Awesome. So if you click that, it takes you to our whole microsite, which has all of our job postings with descriptions. It also has some promotional information. So it has a video that we did with our current BDRs a couple of years back, and it features all of our blogs. So we always do different spotlights on a lot of the existing BDRs in our program and what they're doing. Awesome. Well, I'll provide a link to that okay. in this uh, podcast description so everybody can go to that. And, you know, like we talked about, and you've hit on it just a little bit, but just to put this in a greater perspective, the first few years out of college for anyone, like we've said, is really hard. Mm-hmm. How does this program make that transition a little easier? Like if you could put it into like one big box with a bow on top. The big box with the bow would be our strategy around what I call cohort hiring. So a lot of times when people are coming out of school, they start on a team where they are the only new person. And that can be really challenging when you're facing a workforce and you don't have any experience and now you are literally the only new person and you feel like you're on an island and you have no idea what's going on. Right. With our structure, when you start as a BDR, you are starting on a team with 10 other people or nine other people that are in the exact same position as you. Yeah. And so the the network and the resources and the support that you get to go through this journey as a class, as a group, as a cohort, just makes that a lot easier because you have that relatability factor. Yeah. And with all of the craziness in the world today, it's, you know, it's, 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 it, I get teary eyed every time I think of the world that we live in today, but how do we ensure this program is safe and welcoming for everyone? You know, I really think it starts with our leadership team. So one of the things that I am the most proud of is 
know, of course, our BDRs, but the leadership team that we have in place and that we've built over the years. You know, we really focus on hiring people from all different backgrounds, schools, geographies. We want them to have diversity thought diversity of thought. And all of that starts with the management team. So what's the tone and what's the pace that we are setting as the leaders of our organization? And that just trickles all the way down. Of course. Yeah. What is your role within the program? You touched on what you do overall, but like, give me some solid examples of how you work with the BDR program, with the BDRs, you know, on a one-on-one level. It's funny, you said that you you thought you were going to be a psychologist And I feel like (laughs) this role can sometimes probably have that from what I would imagine. But um, can you dive into that a little bit? Yes. So ask me by the day uh, (laughs) what I do and what my responsibilities are, and I'll give you a different answer. But, you know, in all seriousness, I'm responsible for the success of our 350-person org. And I need to make sure that I am meeting the internal needs of my customers. My customers are our sales leadership team, our executive team. You know, we are providing them with potential opportunities for NetSuite, and we're providing them with stellar salespeople. So ensuring that we have the right structure, the right people, the right training, the right programs in place to make that happen, that's what I'm focused on. You know, I spend a ton of time, of course, with my leadership team, and I like to spend time with the, the BDRs because at the end of the day, like, their individual success is what is shaping our company and, right. and what we do. Right. So I like to be involved. Sometimes I have to peel myself <laughs> back because I'll want to get overly involved. And I will say, and I was talking to my boss about the, this a couple of years ago, I told her, I was like, I'm going to be upset by the time I don't know everyone's name anymore. Aww. And that was always one of my big things is I knew every BDR, yeah, likely where they went to school, what their name is, what class they're in, who they reported to. And that's become a lot harder as we've scaled. But, yeah, you know, I'm sure. I've relinquished the control of that. So. I love what you said was you need to make sure that you're you know, providing for your customers and your customers are our internal NetSuite executives and sales leaders. I wouldn't have ever thought of it that way. I love that. How did you come into this role? I mean, what was your career path leading up to this position? Sure. So as I mentioned before, I thought I was going to be a psychologist. That was my major. (laughs) I worked in the industry a little bit after I graduated, was applying to grad school, and then just realized I wasn't happy. And I said, okay, I want to get into business and I want a job where I can make good money and I can grow through the career ladder. I'd never taken a business class. Again, I was a psych major. Yeah. They don't teach you about that, knew nothing about accounting. <sighs> um, you know, and then I was trying to get a job in corporate America during the time of the recession, mm. which was really, really challenging. But I'm very, very thankful I got into the tech industry. I've been in this space for close to 11 and a half years now in various sales and, and leadership positions. And, you know, I, I haven't looked back. It's it's very different from what I thought I would be doing 15 years ago. But, you know, I think leading a team and leading an organization is is what makes me the most excited about my day to day. What about business development? Like what mm-hmm. made you want to get into business development And like, what do you love about it now? Sure, sure. So when I came to NetSuite, I came over as an account executive. So I was in our outside sales department, which was great. And I learned a ton about the product and our customers. And I got to work with some amazing organizations. But I had gone from being a people manager to being an individual contributor. And I wanted to get back to leading a team. And I'd always admired our BDRs and 
you know, the, the background that they came from and the work ethic that they had and what they were doing to advance in their role and then more importantly, grow into other positions within the company. And I wanted to be a part of that in a leadership capacity. Yeah. So, you know, I was lucky in the fact that a position opened up as a manager in Denver. So I came over as um, you know, leading my own team of 10 and that entire legacy team is almost all still with the organization and are some of the top producers in the company, which is incredible. And then from there, I just continue to work my way up. So, you know, in all honesty, it was more the position versus the specific business development function yeah. that I was excited about. That's awesome. Yeah. Were you were you based in Denver as an account manager? Yes. That couldn't have worked out better. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Do you ever want to move to any of the other hubs? No. You love Denver. I, yeah. You know, I came I came to Colorado for for school and Which school? CU Boulder. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. So, you know, I think Colorado is a very special place. You know, the the NetSuite presence in Denver is incredible. We have a large sales presence. We have a ton of leadership. We have an amazing community. So I think someone would have to drag me kicking and screaming to ever leave Denver, the state of Colorado. So I believe it. Yeah. Um, my very, or actually my second week of training at NetSuite. Mm-hmm. My first week was up in San Mateo when the office was in San Mateo. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, now it's in Redwood Shores. But, um, and then my second week of training, the very next week, was in Denver. And oh. I had never been. And it was my birthday. Oh, well, that's perfect. <laughs> and I got to, we didn't have training for whatever reason. It wasn't like, uh, my birthday was on a Monday, didn't have training. So I got to spend the entire day, like, wandering around Denver. And it is, to this day, I, I I've been all over the place now in the year and, you know, change, year and, like, nine months I've been here. I've been all over, and Denver remains one of my favorite places, like, for sure. Just, I loved downtown. I loved the walkability. I loved... The little like bars and the cool restaurants and the vibe and the people and the weather. It was awesome. Yeah. Really, really cool. It's a special thing. It is. Sure. It really is. What have been some of your biggest lessons learned throughout your involvement with business development and with the BDR program? You know, I really think that people underestimate having a network or they have an incorrect definition of networking. And one of the things that you know, I've attributed my my success here is the network that I've had. And these aren't necessarily the people that always give me the positive feedback. These are the individuals that have given me the brutal feedback and individuals that I can trust on, that I can lean on, that will push me, that will tell me, hey, Jenny, your team is messing these things up and we need to fix it. Um, and I want to help you get there because I care about you and the success of your org. So the network piece, I just think, is is so important. And you know, especially in my younger younger years, earlier in my career, I don't think I got that. I didn't realize yeah. why it would be so, so important. So would you say that's been kind of like your overall biggest career lesson? Well, if I could pick two career lessons, that would be one of them. <laughs> okay. And then... The second thing would be always trust your gut. Mm. There have been a number of times where I have made a decision and I went against my gut and I knew that I was taking a chance and I knew that I probably should not have made that decision. And guess what? Yeah. It wasn't the right decision. Yeah. So every single time I've gone against my gut, it's it's certainly bit me. So now I'm very, very much focused on ensuring I'm spending the time to make the right decision. But at the end of the day, I know in my gut and my heart what's correct. Love that. 
I mean, that uh, it's funny. I'm always like, I. There are so many times where I'm like, you knew your mm-hmm. gut straight up said, don't do that or do it, and you right. didn't or whatever it is. Yeah, good, good, solid advice for everyone. Yeah. Love that. Follow your gut. Um, to wrap up here, what would you say are some of the coolest initiatives within the BDR program that you've helped with or that you know you've been part of or you've created? Well, I find the older I get, the less creative <laughs> I am. But the good thing is our BDRs are incredibly creative. So depending yeah. on the office, our BDR teams are doing a lot of different things. In Denver, they have all of these BDR self-made committees. So there's a BDR committee that's for good, that plans all of our philanthropic events in the office. There's a committee that's for fun. So they plan team bonding, team building practices. And then there's the BDR community for money, which is where they're planning our um, our spiffs or little competitions where there's some type of, you know, monetary tied prize. So I think they, they do a really incredible job of building that within their hubs. From a recruiting standpoint, we have what we call the BDR Ambassador Program. And this is an initiative where, you know, we, as I mentioned, are spending a lot of time on campus and you have to put in a lot of work to recruit 300 people every single year. So we have these BDR ambassadors that help go around to all of our schools and talk about the program. They speak in sales classes. They participate in sales competitions. They are staffed at all of our, um, you know, our career booths on campus. They're a way better person to talk to about the role and the day-to-day job than me or, frankly, the majority of our leadership team because they're doing it every day. Right. So that's something that's really important is been a pretty tremendous advancement for us. And then, you know, NetSuite is very philanthropic as an organization. So everything from social impact to like what we do in our current offices and our communities. And, you know, again, I'm based in Denver, so I spend a lot of time there, but we've worked with some pretty incredible organizations through different volunteer events that make an impact within the community. So yeah. that's, um, that's been really exciting and rewarding to yeah, be a part of. Definitely. And overall, for a BDR or for anybody that's hired into the company, what do you think makes NetSuite such a great place to work? I get asked that question all the time. And my, my thought process has always been a lot of companies have really good people. A lot of companies have a really good product, but very few companies have really good people and a really good product. Mm. And, you know, I'm lucky in the fact that I've sold here and I've led here and I believe in what we do. And then you couple that with this workforce of incredible talent and support and collaboration. The people are amazing. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Finally, what can we look forward to from the BDR program and business development in the future? I would just say more. You know, every single year we add incremental teams. Every single year we see more BDRs move out of our program into sales positions, into leadership positions. We have 31 leaders in the organization right now that all came through the BDR program, and that's just going to continue to grow. So, you know, the the future of NatSuite sales it's us. Yeah. Yeah. So more, which yeah. is pretty, it's a pretty great business problem to have. It business is. Business challenge, I should say. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Jenny, thank you yes. so much. This was such an awesome conversation. Great. I love learning about this. I love le- learning how we are grooming, you know, the next generation of leaders, not just at NetSuite, but really of, of 
the world, right? Like, I mean, this could be their stepping stone into the future founders of the next big, you know, tech or the next big platform or the next big invention. So I think that's really, really cool. And congratulations on, you know, your growth throughout the company and, and doing this. And being so successful at it. Yeah, awesome. We, we look forward to more stories from you and our customers and our BDRs in the future. Thanks so much, Kendall. It's great being here. I personally wish the BDR program was around when I was graduating college, but with that being said, if you or someone you know might be interested in joining Oracle NetSuite's Business Development Representative Program, click the link in the description of this podcast episode to learn more. Thank you so much to Jenny Ayotte for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite podcast, as well as our editors over at Lampstand. And of course, as always, all you listeners for tuning in. Don't forget, if you love listening to this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Bye. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.